Welcome to the Point Noted Podcast with your host, Johnny B, and co-host who shows up whenever he wants to, former NFL player, Rashad Barksdale. It's raw, unfiltered, and no topic is off-limit. We talk sports, entertainment, culture, and a whole lot of random shit. Let's get to the point. Point Noted Podcast, you're hanging out with your host, Johnny B, and my co-host. Rashad B, Rashad, what up? What's going on? What's going on? It's been a, it's been a minute. It has it's been, been a real minute. minute. Good to <laughs> have you back on the time. show, man. Good to have you back. Yes, yes, yes. It's good and, to be back. Uh, today's show, we have Coach Chris Clark with us. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How y'all doing? Very well, man. Thanks for joining Excellent. us. Excellent. Thank y'all for having me on. Absolutely, man. Um, so where are you at? Say that one more time. I said, where are you at? You in Carolina, you said? No, no, I'm, I'm back in Baton Rouge. I, I got back... Uh, First weekend of September, Labor Day. Okay. Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Yes, sir. Great. What's that? What are you saying? No, no. I was just saying Baton Rouge. I think you were going to ask him how the weather was or something. That's what it sounded no, like. No, I was going to ask him uh, how they're dealing with COVID out there. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like two different parts hey. of that, right? It's like, how are you doing with COVID in general? And then how's the team doing with COVID? Um, you know, because you are defensive assistant coach at our Southern, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, go ahead. So, how are you guys doing out there with the COVID situation? Taking it day by day, look, following protocol, social distancing. Uh, but you know, just watching what you do. Yeah, you know, like don't go out there and be the be the guy that can't, ruins it. <laughs> can't live without party and just say like, be careful, man. Like because it, it, it's serious. It, this stuff is very serious. And when I so um, what is the protocol for you guys? Social distancing. Well, mask. Twenty. Wear your mask. At all times, when you're around someone, wear your mask. This just weird. Like when we're in the office, if you're in the office by yourself, you're good. So uh-huh. somebody in the office, put it on. Yeah, put it on. Sanitize your hands. And just the main thing is keeping social distance. Yeah. Don't your hands. You touch the doorknob. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, and then put sanitizer on. I, I saw a post the other day. Um, it said. You really want to see social distancing. Uh, let somebody owe you some money. You ain't never going to hear, hear from them or see them. But uh, are, you guys, are you guys in, and I apologize um, for if not knowing, but are you guys in season? No, no sir. Some we're, conferences. Okay. We're, we're going to have a season in the spring. Spring, okay. Gotcha. When did, you, when did you find out that the season was being canceled? So, I, you, know, I, you know, I was in Carolina on my internship. And I got the notification that the SWAC was moving, canceling all fall sports and moving football to the spring. So I was like, oh, wow. And, you know, I'm up there dealing with the NFL and their corona, proto- corona protocol, getting tested every day, social distance, um, virtual meetings and things like that. So it, yeah. it's, it's been a crazy couple of months for me. But it's a, you know, you adapt and you overcome. Absolutely. Especially, you know, all about adapting as a defensive coordinator. You got to adapt on the, as on the go. Oh, sure. I'm not a defense coordinator. Uh, you're, well, your defense uh, Assi- uh, I'm one assistant. Assistant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in general, uh, defense, you know, football in general. But I think it's really, you know, when you talk about adjusting and learning things on the go, I think that's huge on defense. Huge. Yes, sir, especially with the, day, the way these guys play offense these days. It's, <laughs> you got to catch everything on the fly because – I haven't. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to football right now, but hey, man, offense is the way they are doing. Using using these receivers, 
at running back, utilizing them. The, these tight ends are just different now. So, like you, like you said, you just got to adapt to it and just go. Yeah. Can't but that's a matter of time, go. though. Right? It's a matter of time before uh, some genius defensive coordinator come out with a way to slow it down. Right? Yes, yeah, so it's coming. It, somebody, somebody's in the lab right now cooking it up. Just cooking it up, right. Right. What did you play in college? So with your guys' season – oh, go ahead. My fault. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, John. Yes. Chris, can you hear me? Yeah, what did you play in college? Yep. I played defensive line. Defensive line, okay. Right. Was, you in the, was, you in, was you on the end or was you in the, in the middle? I was at the, I was at the end. I thought I was – look, I – I told my coach, tell my coach, look, man, let me drop in coverage. I could, I could pick it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you had that, you had that, you know, those defensive ends, you know, are getting more, like you said, more and more athletic, though. Oh, yes. So you know, when you, I came up, it was just, you know, you just stop the run and, pass, and rush the yeah. pass. Now if you play but defense, yeah. you, you, you playing coverage. Yeah, you're talking about like a, an additional outside linebacker just rushing. Just rushing, just go. Yeah. So, uh, with your season, I was gonna say, so with your season being pushed back to spring, are you guys just uh, as far as like practicing, like how's that go? Is it just, you know, how many days a week? Is it just? No. I would say I don't think we're no, doing anything. Point. Just doing virtual. no practice. Yeah, it's just, just virtual, virtual meeting. meeting. Yeah, I'm able to uh, do weight workouts and conditioning. Gotcha. Do you think this will affect the? Uh, how do you think this will mentally? prepare these kids for this so season. So the, the thing I worry about is the being off for a whole year. So you know how it yeah. is. We all play football. You had that injury, you come back rusty, right? Yep. These guys haven't played football and been in pads since December. Wow. Yeah. You're dead not going to be back in pads until January 2021. So that's the thing that has me like, wow. Like, yeah. you know, because I just think about when I play, like, I could miss a couple of weeks and I came back rusty. Yeah. We yeah, that's, that's a long time. Yeah. It's a really long time. Yes. And then, you know, you quarantine, you're not in shape. I mean, I mean look, just look at um, my head coach was saying the other day. Just look at the, the teams that are playing now. Like, these guys are like, just blow it at the tire still. It's it's oh. a lot of bad football being played. Right. Like it's, it's little it's little things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I always felt there's a difference between being in shape and game shape. It's oh it's, and it's, it's, it's totally different. But so, you guys are still gonna get that preseason though when uh, when you resume next year, right? Uh it's not really a preseason though in college. I mean, I mean, they get through. What is it like? A, about a month worth of practices where they get to put them pads on and yeah, your fall, your fall camp should be spring camp. You get to do okay. that, but it's it's still you know like to me it's gonna be like teaching football all over again, which is no problem. But I just you know being out that that much time, it's you know the first couple of games is gonna be gonna be rough, but they'll be okay. Yeah. We have a good group of guys, man. It's a great program. So, all right. So I'm a I'm a soccer guy, right? And we COVID, um, we got guys not playing either. And so the thing I tell my boys is, just stay cardio ready, right? Stay conditioned. So if you're running eight miles a day, if you're running four miles a day, when the season do start, 
it's not going to be that far before you actually get back in, you know, like sharpness with the ball. Uh, I mean, because, I mean, obviously football and soccer is different. So, like, with soccer, you can be in the house, you can be in small space, just juggle the ball, kick it to the wall, keep your touches sharp. But if you can't run for more than two minutes without getting gas, there's nothing I can help you with. Like, it's just, the season is just dead. So, for soccer that's all guys, y'all do. That's all y'all do is run. <laughs> y'all don't lift no weight. <laughs> hey, man, that's a good, <laughs> hey, that's a buffed up dude out there right now, though, man. It's, it's different. But you can't run, though. Oh, you can run. You can run. One yeah, of the fastest guys. One of the fastest, I'm going to send you this picture, though. But, so what I'm trying to ask you, though, Chris, is, so for soccer guys, you can be off for a year. If you stay in top-notch shape, though, you can run for the whole game. It doesn't take that long for you to get your touches back and be able to play the right way. So, like, right. the football guys are not able to do any of that. Like, what would they need to be doing right now that if they just stay on that when the season starts, it would be the easiest thing for them to The like, main thing, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now, what, what, what would it be? What would they have to be working on right now? The main thing to me, and it's because it's, the, the way this virus went, is cardio. Because right. the after effects of the virus is the breathing, your lungs. You you know, people having trouble breathing and stuff. So that's, you know, you know, a couple of, you know, a lot of football players in the country hit corona. And they're probably struggling with, you know, the after effect of your lungs and breathing and stuff like that. So I feel like number one is the cardio thing. But you have to look the ways to play football. But absolutely, yeah. The cardio was the main thing to me at this moment because of how corona was and it's still out there. You have to have a strong immune system to build your cardio up. And then, you know, of course, you lifting weights. You're gonna hit that iron. But if you running, man, and doing push ups, body squats, you know, body workouts, like well, again, when you quarantine. You, you might not have any weights around you, but you can go outside and run, you know? So running is the main thing. Yeah, I, I think for for programs that are, you know, that's going to have their season in spring, I think this is going to be the true, uh, like, test. Not really test, but you're going to really see wh- which players are truly dedicated and, and mentally determined to come back prepared opposed to the ones who will use excuses to, well, I, I didn't, I didn't have access to this. I can do this. I can do that. And I think those players who are truly uh, dedicated and, and determined, you know, just that different type of breed of type of play, uh, person is going to, is going to stand out. And, and also, I mean, put it this way. I mean, some kids might even realize like you could be the third string at whatever position this is a perfect opportunity for you to come back and steal someone's position that may not be working as hard as you because they think they obviously they're higher than you are on a depth chart, but we all know things have changed in an instant. So I, I think kids for sure, you know, need to take advantage of it's an opportunity. It's a, you know, this, this season might've been canceled, but it's the spring. There's always opportunity in all types of situations. I hope some kids, they realize that. Yeah, take a, you know, because you have two seasons. You get a spring and a fall. So I look at it as you got to take advantage of that. So will you guys be playing in the fall too? Do you know? Like, Say, once, the spring, like once the spring season is over, I'm assuming the season is going to be shortened. Is it, and then does the season resume again back up in the fall? 
Yes, sir. Yes, that's, that's going to be a lot on that. That that's that season in the fall going to come come up quick. sooner than quick. Yeah, because the season ends at the end of April. Championship game first week of May. So yeah, it's, that's going to be really quick. Quick turnaround. So you're going to go from not playing football for almost a year to playing it like boom, boom, back to back. So, so, uh, but the players are not losing. Um, wait, does the spring season count though? Like, I, I count believe the eligibility. Yeah, I believe uh, the NCAA gave them an extra one. Mm. That's good. That's good. Um, but let's take it back real quick, Chris. Um, so where'd you grow up? I, I grew up in Bad River, Louisiana. Okay, where'd you go to school? Well, you missed all that. I went to a lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like, sound like most of us. Well, what, uh, what, I mean, I guess what school would you claim, though? I mean, I went, I, I went to a lot of schools, so a lot of universities. High school, I graduated. Oh, you're talking about college? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I graduated from Southeastern Louisiana University in Hammond, Louisiana. It's a it's an FCS program, Division One. Okay. And I nice. was the uh, I was the football team over there when you were there. Oh, dominant! Really, really, really good. Oh, really? Utah Conference Champions. Did you Any play? Uh, did you play uh, outside of college? After college? No, I didn't, I didn't get the chance to make it to the league. No arena ball no, or anything. Or? Not making the right decisions in life. Gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, hey, what you grow? Yeah, there's a lot of us out there that if we can rewind time. Rusha, how did you like playing in the league? You know, I I loved it. I loved it, man. It's uh, it, it was a great experience, you know, um, good and bad. I tell kids it's it's not really, it's not really all cut out what you think it is, you know, flowers and and roses. It's it's a very it's very cutthroat, you know. You think college is cutthroat, you know. You get to the professional side of it, it's man, it's, it's grimy, it's grimy. I mean, you. you you technically are just another another person to them. If you're not, you know, I mean, you see it now. Even like the higher name athletes, you know, they they praise you, they praise you, and then once you obviously start doing them down, you just a player. We gotta let you go. We go another way. You know, it's just it's grimy. I just I, kids just need to be mentally prepared for it's a circus, and I've been cut by numerous teams and. You know, pack pack your bags and changing you know different states like like instantly. It, it's mentally tough. It's mentally tough. But um, I mean, I won't take anything. I don't take anything for granted. I, I, honestly, if I had to go back and do it again, uh, I would. We talk. We're talking about weights. Like you know, I would take things a lot more serious because I was a guy in the weight room would just walk around, just hang out, you know, talking. Do like off. two, three, do two, three sets, and it just kind of, it just kind of go. But um, and then I would be more in tune with the film. You know, obviously, the more you know about your opponent, the you know, even regardless of your athletic ability, the the better you could be, the better you can be. So, but I, it was a great, great experience. You know, at twenty, I think I was twenty two or three. You know, playing in a professional football league is a dream come true. So, 
I agree. I, like, I didn't play, but going to Carolina for those two months, man, I, it humbled me just by seeing how professional, how to be a professional, number one. Yeah. Seeing the different players, the different type of players, you know, you got your Pro Bowl caliber players, and you got your book yep. guy trying to get a spot. Oh, yeah. It, it's And it was hard, you know, this year with no OTAs, mini camp, and Nothing. stuff like that. Virtual yeah, I felt bad for the guys, yeah. I felt bad for I'm, the guys. I'm getting to the to to the training camp, you know, as an intern and coaches telling me, you know, the coaches there telling me like, yeah, we about we about to meet the guys for the first time just like you. And I'm like, oh wow. You know, they've been doing virtual <laughs> meetings. Yeah, it was I'll say this, Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. you know, arguably the best running back in football. How how tall is he person? Uh, you know, they always boost you. Boost your height up a little bit. He's about he's about a five ten, five eleven. This size, so he's, yeah. He's the hardest working guy, one of the hardest working guys I've ever seen. No matter his status, who his name is, he works like he's about to get cut. You yeah. take care of his. Yeah, I got respect. I got respect for guys like that. I got respect for guys like that. Um, my, uh, I think it was my second year. So really quick. The worst team I've probably been a part of was the Kansas City Chiefs my rookie year. We were like four and twelve. Actually, I got to play. I was on an active roster. Um, and Be careful this now, because we might need sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was more so just the the camaraderie was there, but I think it was just you know, I think um, you you know the best team I've been a part of. And I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, diehard Cowboy fan. The best team I was a part of was the New York Giants. Like, by far the best coach, Tom Coughlin. Like, he got everyone to buy in to the system. Um, you talk about their bubble guys and your Pro Bowl type of players. Everyone on the New York Giants was treated pretty equal. Like, from top to bottom, from Eli to the last guy. Like, everyone – like no one was really had the upper hand or was treated differently because you were the starting running back or the quarterback receiver. So that that's what I really liked about the Giants, where everyone was truly like bought in as a team. You know, you weren't any bigger than the next person just because you were making fifty million and opposed to someone making two hundred and fifty thousand. So mm-hmm. you know, uh Matt coach Matt Rule. He he was with the Giants in 2012, and he always raged about how Tom Coughlin wasn't. He takes a lot of the things that he learned, mm-hmm. and he uses now like his process. I I tell you this, like what you just said about everybody buying in, practice guys, everybody. That's how I felt about Carolina when being up there in my short time. I bought into it. You see the the anybody the it could be equipment guys, the the, the chefs, the the janitor. <laughs> They bought into what he was preaching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you look at that team now, a lot of people projected, you know, saying they wouldn't go – they wouldn't even supposed to be winning the game right now. They're three and four, and they, have, they haven't lost by double digits at all for the game, four games they lost. Yeah. But everybody's – it's a young team. Everybody's buying into what he's doing. It's, a, it's not the same team from last year. You got new faces and everything. But and I, and I, and I get what they're saying about process. You have to be process-oriented. And, you know, by buying into the things. He preaches on doing the little things right. And I just 
believe in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is how you approach life, like Corona, for example. Well, what you need to do to prevent Corona, if you can, social distance, wear a mask, sanitize your hands. Are those hard, three hard things to do? No, it's the little things you need to do to prevent it. You know what I'm saying? So that's how he approached things in Carolina. But that goes to show you when he took over Temple, what happened? And he went to Baylor. And remember when he took over Baylor? Baylor was a Baylor had a lot of stuff going on when he took over. And look how he turned look how he turned that program around. So, you know, I just admire and respect that. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, since we're talking about COVID, um, like how hard has that been for you guys recruiting-wise? Uh, obviously. It is hard. It, it's hard because, you know, it's a dead period. And it's also hard because high, a lot of high school seasons got canceled. Right. So guys that you hit on your radar early, you know, or the guys you like, well, I need to see their film for this season. Well, you know, some of them got canceled. Some of them are playing late. Some, you know, and you might you have some kids is not playing because parents are concerned health wise. So it's 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 really hard. And I feel bad. Honestly, I feel bad for the, for this class of high school recruits because yeah, if your if the college if the school season was canceled, the the seniors coming back. So yeah, I honestly feel bad. Yes, it just this virus is. Changed everything a lot, but again, you have to overcome, adapt, and overcome. Yeah, we kind of need it anyway. I think it's good to have something crazy to deal with. Um, you know, find a way to deal with this adversity. Uh, but like you said, the, the high school kids are definitely, uh, you know, they're the hardest one that's going to take the heat on this. Um, you know, because they they don't get the usual thing that surrounds being the high school seniors and all of that. Man, they had no camps, no nothing. nothing. Man, I'm. Man. Nothing. That's just wow. So, what are you guys just doing then for the recording? You just going over, just going over videos from last year. Just assuming they're still good. If they're not playing. Um, like, how just are you guys assessing that? Just evaluating. That's really all you can do. Just watch, you know, watch the film what you can, and just. I mean, you know, if a guy's like, you you know who stands out, who doesn't. You know, you know what guy you need to see film on again. So. Yeah. Um, so really quickly, um, you know, I, I always read about, you know, kids just, when kids are playing football, they should not wear a helmet until like they reach certain age and things like that. Uh, a lot of hardcore NFL fans think the rule has gotten softer or whatnot. Um, so what age do you think kids should start playing football and what age should kids start tackling wearing a helmet? See, I don't want to be biased because I started playing football at five and I started hitting at five. So I was five. <laughs> Man. But I, I have, Damn, I'm not you a were hitting at five? Huh? You was hitting people at five? Oh, yeah. Damn. It was rough. <laughs> it was rough while I grew up there. But anyway, so but I have, I'm not a parent, but I had to put myself in parent shoes. Right. Seeing what goes on with these injuries and concussions and stuff, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have my child out there. At, uh, you say you wouldn't? No, I would not. I wouldn't okay. have to maybe, to be honest with you, it might sound weird coming from me, but I let them play flag football starting at age five. Right. So maybe eight or nine. That's my and that's just That's just because of what I see. And you, it's, you can't teach a, a child. I mean, it's hard. 
they're attention span number one. It's hard to teach a child the proper way to tackle and to prevent an injury. A seven-year-old, six-year-old hey, man. Child, hell, this I coach my son. Yeah, I coach my son this year. Day. Yeah, that's it's it's tough, man. Because I I coach my son's third and fourth grade team this year, for sure. And my son just turned nine, and he's fast. He's he's fast. He ended up having fifteen touchdowns this year. But we played uh we played um like all star week like a tournament where we played all fourth graders and they were much bigger and faster. And uh, he only scored once in three games, but. He got his man. He got hit pretty hard the other uh, the other day, and I'm coaching, so it was one of the plays where you know when you're getting wrapped up and you're starting to move backwards. Mm-hmm. Like he's driving you to the ground, and another player came and just hit him helmet to helmet. Ooh, like he just heard it, and the ref didn't call it. You know, I'm coaching it. That's my son. I'm like, I'm like ref, you're not gonna call a flag. Like one, he's defenseless, and that's, and that's helmet to helmet. And he just, you know how refs got the power trip. Right. He's looking at me with a side eye. I'm like, ref, can you just give me an explanation to, like, why you didn't call it? He goes, why would I call it? You know, I'm like, because it's helmet to helmet. He goes, uh, no, it wasn't. I'm like, and he just, oh, you just want to talk. I'm like, literally, like, my chest was tight. <laughs> my chest was tight because I, I had to walk away because I literally wanted to, I wanted to beat dude up. Right. Like, because that was my son. I'm like, you know, you when you... It's different when you when you watch the game and you don't have any really ties to it, opposed to like when it's your actual son and you see him getting up balling. Cause I was like, ooh, I was like, well, that was a good hit. But then, like his head hit the ground and everything. But yeah, you said eight, hey, nine I, years. I, old. What was that? How is he doing right now? He's good. He's good, man. He's good. Um, you know, you know, I talked to him when he when he. Uh, Got hit, you know. Tom to took a couple plays out, and you know he stopped crying and everything like that. But uh, he he's a pretty tough kid. Um, he's gotten hit pretty decent throughout the year. When I wasn't at the game, where he didn't go back in, because he know like you know I, I don't try to force things on him, but just kind of go what you were saying. This is his first year playing tackle football. He's played flag football for about three or four years so but yeah the tackling thing a lot of kids tackle with their head i'm like you gotta keep your head up you know you, know, you get hurt that way got got to it's it's, it's really yeah. scary like you said some kids now don't even know how to tackle i even <laughs> i if it's watching the nfl some of them can't nah, yeah. Listen, they, i tell a shot all the time man I can play in the NFL. Like, my defensive technique is amazing, even Man, though I never played you, football. <laughs> you, you a punter. That's no, it. No. Soccer players got the best techniques, bro. We move our hips. Our feet's always moving. I can I, get out there right now, and now we'll be a lockdown corner. No hey, doubt. Look, man, I tried to play soccer PE in middle school. I said, I'll never do that. <laughs> uh, That's man. what I'm saying, though. Like, soccer's hard. So, uh, we can really just, like, transition to football really easy. It's too much running. What, in soccer? Yes, sir. All right, it's easy, Ron. Just get in shape. You're good. So my PE teacher, I say, hey, why we got to play soccer? Why we just can't play <laughs> for the football game? Right. He's almost conditioning. So, uh, right. Speaking of soccer and other sports, uh, I see you're a LeBron fan. Yes, sir. 
All right. So I think oh, we, should oh, probably, Jane. we should just stop this conversation there, right, Rashad? Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not having, I'm not having LeBron conversation. Because you, these guys, man, like, is LeBron better than Jordan? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm tired with those conversations. I'm gonna tell you something. I don't get in that debate. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, good. Is because it's opinionated. Everybody has their own opinion. It's to me, it's an argument for both sides. And I'm gonna tell you something else. One person we never bring to the debate who should be in the debate as well. We gonna talk about ghosts. It's Kobe Bryant. All right, okay, so let me Absolutely. ask you one question, though. Let me, let me ask you this. Um, you, you need a quarterback, right? You've got a mm-hmm. quarterback that's been to the Super Bowl 10 times. He won four and lost six. And you've got a quarterback that's been there six times and never lost. Not even, not even when to, like, I mean, a blowout. Let me put it that way. Blowout every game. And you need a quarterback. Who do you want? You got as a guaranteed win, like, no competition, or the guy that you know you might win, but you know it's like forty five percent chance you win. Computer, the guy is a hundred percent chance you're gonna win. Who do you want? <laughs> <laughs> this is stats. So, all right. So, okay. Before I answer, let me ask you this now. So, the reason quarterbacks is is it who's the golden quarterbacks there? Who's the what? Who's the best quarterback of all time? Since reason quarterbacks. The Payton. best quarterback of all time. Payton yes. Man. Why? So, question. Why did you say Peyton Manning? Because I'm a fan. <laughs> Peyton Manning has he has two rings, I believe, right? Yeah. You know how many Tom Brady got? Tom Brady's the goat. I just want to get that clear. I mean, Brady I agree with you. I agree with you. Six. That one. No. Peyton so Manning my thing is, you can't. You, said, you, can't, you can't bet against. Brady. No, you can't. He's the, you know. What you mean you can't bet? Tell that to uh, what's that kid's name? Uh, Nick Foles. Beat him twice in big game. Hey, uh, Nick Foles Brady, didn't beat him twice. Brady, that's not Brady's fault. Yeah, Brady don't play defense, man. Brady actually broke the Super Bowl record for passing yards in that game. It's all good. When he get number seven this year, forty-three. Uh, that should end all the discussions. Well, I hope he does because I hate the Patriots. I'm okay with him getting it with the Bucks. I am a Bucks fan. Uh, I want Cam to shake back though. Cam, Cam is done. Cam yeah. done is just cut his Cam. hair. Yeah, he looked up. mentally. He looked mentally beat. Last beat. week, right? Yeah, he, he, he really did. Yeah. Corona. Really I like did. Cam though. Man, Cam Newton got the same birthday. We share the same birthday. I'm older though. No. Yep. But we we don't care. Like, yeah, we do. I like Cam, man. Cam's cool. And that's my son's name. That is true. Short. Shout out to Cam. <laughs> Shout out to little man. He out there playing with a soccer ball. Nah, he won't touch on soccer ball. I'm a 17 year old with a soccer ball. Yeah. Um, Chris, so you, you did mention you have uh you have a, a thing going on over there, a documentary going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to change. I'm trying to do a little something, you know. I'm trying to just show, like, so you know when people look at coaches, they just think boring people, this coach football, this and that. But, like, we have lives, too. Like, I'm a young coach. Young coaches are in the game, you know. Right. So, just trying to get people to see, like, excuse me, to see, like, what, like, oh, how I do how I do in my everyday life, like, the fun side of it, you know. 
it ain't just long hours of watching film and recruiting. I love what I do, you know, so just trying to. Oh, you've been coaching? Going on a year, year, year four. Year four. It's mine, too. And then you've always, uh, what was that? I'm going to stop at 40. When I get to 40, I got 12 years left. 40. 40 and that's it? Have you always been, have you always been uh, college or has it been high? Yeah, just college. Like the level, of, just college. Nice, man. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, good luck for sure. Um, How old are you? 28. Oh, you got time. Oh, man. I, I wish I was in college like, coaching at 28. Hey, 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 you know what? Yeah, I yeah. complain about the little things, but it's a blessing because a lot of guys have told me that. Hot, yeah. Guys that I – guys is better coaches than me. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm still learning. They, man, like, you blessed. Like, you, I'm, you coach a college, man. So, you know, I, I got to take that. That's a brain. I got to take that and, and worry with it. Like, it's a blessing because I am in a blessed right. situation. And you just had an internship with our, uh, the Carolina Panthers? Yeah, that was a big blessing right there. You see that right yeah. there? You're moving up in the world, man. Don't yeah, forget yeah. us, little people. No, I'm not, man. I was, I was hoping. I was hoping. You, you said you wanted to. You retire at forty. Yeah, man. I'm going to Hollywood after that. Uh, I need to be on the big. <laughs> I, I was hoping you was. Not, I'm not trying to rush put ages on you, but I was hoping you was like 38 because I, I think I got at least a, a year or two left in me. So if you got the NFL, you, you know, come holla. <laughs> but uh, I. I I saw that. Like the NBA does a 10-day contract. Hey, right. sign me. Put me, on, put me on a practice squad. They put, you got uh, their new rules. Vets could be on a practice squad. I didn't know that. Yes, sir. And, and the practice, the salary went up. Yes. Yeah, man, we need to start training, John. You need to hey, but you see old boy who got invited to the practice squad, Eric Reed, and he turned it down. Who did? Um, Eric Reed. The Redskins inviting him to a practice squad, and he said, "Nope, I'm an active roster player. I ain't doing that shit." But I don't blame him though. I mean, last time I was in the league, dude was like, I think it was like all pro. I mean, like he made the Pro Bowl. So yeah, sir, he, all because of that old kneeling thing for Kaepernick, they kind of blackball him, and you know, mm-hmm. now you want him as a practice squad. And I, I feel these boys on TVs are just like not that good. Trying to get him for cheap. That's it. Trying to get him for cheap. That's it. Mm. But hey, but you know what? Don't laugh at me though. It's kind of absurd, but this is what I really want to do. And y'all might sound crazy. Ah, you know what? But that's just how I think. I want to be an NBA GM as well while I'm coaching. Hold up, coaching football and being an NBA GM. Yes, sir. Man, what is your? Oh, I might stop. I might stop football for a little bit. It depends on if I'm winning. And they're gonna be an NBA GM. All right, let me ask you. Look, you know, hey, you, basketball you know, was always my first love. Okay. You know anybody in the NBA right now? Do you know anybody in the NBA? Nah. Okay. All right. So you're on the way somebody. up. You're on the way up. I know somebody. Yeah, uh, and the Memphis Grizzlies coaching staff. I played football with him. JJ Outlaw. JJ Outlaw. And y'all be thinking, do I have anybody in the NBA? I don't know, but I mean, I could connect with some somebody soon. It's nothing, it's, you know. I just wanna. I got friends in the NBA know. too, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a homeboy. He's in everything. That's all. What he does? Yeah, shut yeah, up, shut he up don't Pete. play no. You know, Pete, Pete just we we just put Pete in everything. He like <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pete is like. <laughs> the uh, I forgot the guy's name from Hove Improvement that you can only see the guys on the fence. Oh, behind the fence. Yeah, right. 
peep behind the scene guy. But <laughs> that's what I want to do, though. Yeah, no, that's good, I, man. I that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. You can definitely get Flipping. to it. I like builders. I want to build a team, build a, build a franchise, and I'll step back. Just chill. Look, I'll say this. Every next uh, position that you get, we got to get on the show and talk about it. And then what's next? Hey. So, so we make that hey. deal right now. So when you get but that look, NBA GM, I want all your superstars on my show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look. Hey, the Hollywood thing going to come true. I just need one movie. I just yeah. need to get my Denzel on, man. I'm with that. That's it. Mm-hmm. I just need one shot. I'm with that. We'll put money on here. You know, Rashad, you can get your guys on that, man. If y'all know anybody in Hollywood, tell them to give me one shot. That's all I need. There it is. There it is. Well, uh, Rashad, you got anything else for Chris? I know your bedtime is screaming at you. Uh, I know. Uh, I'm you now. I'm about to. Oh, man. I'm falling asleep. I'm falling asleep. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't have anything else, man. I, uh, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate y'all, man. It's been good. Look, I'm back and forth, but we finally got it, though. I know, I know. Right? Yeah, I was telling Rashad, like, it was all me for sure. But, uh, you know, we'll de- we definitely jump back on right before probably spring season stuff for you guys, just to kind of catch up and see where the team is and what's going on and all the plans and all of that. Yes, sir. And I got to get to New York soon. Yeah, go ahead. Come on down, man. I got to get to New York, man. After, you know, watching Power just make me want to just come down this so. Yeah, we got COVID all over the place, so you know you'll feel right at home. <laughs> so you said power, and before we go, who, team who? Who are you, you rocking? Say that again. You said, did you say power? Like the team? Yeah, I love the show. Yes, yeah, sir. So, who, what team are you on? Who are you? Team Tasha, Angie, Ghost, Tommy, Reek. Who, who's hey man? Ghost, Ghost, my dog, but I love Tommy, man. Cause Tommy just don't play to nobody. You know, Tommy just now he's quick tempered, but Tommy just don't play to nobody. I'm but team I'm Ghost. Ghost and Angie. I like I'm Ghost. Though, I'm Ghost. Ghost. No Ghost. Angie. I don't like all that emotional stuff that Ghost was doing though. But I'm definitely team Ghost. Ghost was too emotional. That wasn't yeah. Ghost. That was James. Yeah, that was Jamie. Ghost, Ghost, a different breed. <laughs> Or Jamie St. Patrick. Yeah. Have you Ghost. watched any of the uh, the power book? Have you watched any of the uh, the newer ones? Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I actually, like, I actually like the book of Ghosts. I like that one. Yeah, I know they stopped. They won't air another one until like I think they said to like December. Yeah, December. I think they're trying to see where everybody. Sorry, sorry, do, do, do. I like, I like that. I like that. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. It's if you think about it, it's kind of like I saw too on a, a post where. Uh, Tariq's roommate is like playing. They Tommy. say uh, Tommy, and you got Angie and uh, what's her name? The, the girl in his class is Angie, and then the Angie the, and Tom- uh, uh, Tasha. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it, man. Yeah, I, they need to get rid of what's her name. I can't wait for him to get. I, I don't watch Death on Nobody, but Sex. Uh, Ooh. what's his name? You're talking about the police officer. Yeah, yeah, Sax. Get on. Yeah, he's still alive, man. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I've been waiting for him to get blasted. <laughs> Sax gotta go. Hey, y'all watch before y'all go. Y'all watch P Valley. Who? Y'all, man, P Valley. Man, I'm at the see the show, man. It's yeah, on Star. I never heard of it. Oh man. Well, I send it to y'all. P Valley. Yeah, definitely do that. I'll P- check it out. I promise you, you love it. Like the letter P and then just Valley. 
Yes, sir. It's a show based in Mississippi. It's a, you know, it's good. It's serious. It's on stars. Used to come on Sunday. Okay, check it out. Yeah, I think I seen the preview for that. I'm gonna have to check that out. Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, man. Hey, thanks for coming to the show, man. We truly appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna try and catch up for sure and do another one. I appreciate y'all, man. Yes, sir. Have a good yes, one. Sir. Stay safe out right, there. Man. Y'all too, man. Hey, right, y'all have a good night. Remember, mask up, wash your hands, and social distance. I don't believe in social I'm distance. Honest. <laughs> man, I'll catch y'all there, man. Appreciate y'all. All right. All right You've been listening to the Point Noted Podcast with Johnny B and Rashad B. Follow us on Twitter at PT Noted and Instagram at Point Noted. Hit the subscribe and follow button to follow us and check out more episodes of us talking a whole bunch of shit. You've been noted.